Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list. And I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it. Or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, what's up? And welcome to this episode. So excited to talk to you about something that I believe in that we actively practice in our house and we have for almost 10 years. And that is creating a home that doesn't deprive or overwhelm or overstimulate your kids. Because if you are listening to this, my I'm willing to bet that you want to give your kids a great childhood experience at home that doesn't deprive them or overwhelm or overstimulate them because you want to set them up for success as adults who know how to care for their things. And they could feel that their mom cared deeply for them in the days of their childhood. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. It's a big topic, so let's dive in. 
Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. Now, you might think this, or you might have people who have said this, maybe They've said it to you. People have said it to me before too. And that is that moms or parents, but you know, motherhood simplified. So moms who declutter are depriving their kids in some way. And I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram. There's the sad beige children parody <laughs> where there's like these really sad, boring beige toys and sad beige children and like beige tones of everything. And they're very sad. And it's like poking fun at the minimalist trend <laughs> of boring gray beige toys. And it's not true, right? Parodies are fun and it's fun to like, it's fun to make fun sometimes, but it's not true. And a lot of times the underlying belief, the underlying incorrect belief that, you know, at least is incorrect for me is that if you declutter, you're going to have a boring home. You're going to have no hobbies. You're going to have no personality. You're going to have no decor. You're going to have kids that are missing out on like a regular childhood right? Or something educational or some like experience that they should be having by having all of these things in their house and they don't have it. And that's just not true, right? I have more of everything that matters in motherhood, specifically the way that I spend my time with my kids and with myself and with all of the people in my life who are important because I have less stuff in my house. Now, I am not somebody who has like nothing. We have a lot of stuff in our house, but it's not overwhelming it is no longer overwhelming. It is no longer overstimulating most days. But, you know, having five kids is overstimulating. So sometimes it's hard to tell, like, where does that end and where does it come from the stuff? But actually, side note, I've been decluttering for so long that I know I can tell now when it's the stuff and when it's just like normal mom life, babies, touched out type of experience. So anyway, my point is that I have way more of everything that actually matters. No one here is deprived because I have increased time, increased time with my kids, which means I have increased energy with my kids. I have increased patience and understanding and empathy for my kids. When they have a meltdown, it is less often the thing that makes me snap, right? I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means, but it used to be that my house was so overstimulating that any that went minorly wrong with myself or my kids was a huge deal because I had no bandwidth. I had no margin. I had no spare time. Now, if we're trying to get out the door, I can accommodate the fact that my toddlers are probably going to have a meltdown over their socks and their shoes or giving me a fight about what they want to wear outside because it's negative 30 and they don't understand that they have to wear a jacket. right? And I have to like fight with them about that. And that takes up my time. But I have that time now and I have that emotional bandwidth. So it's the opposite of deprivation. My kids are not deprived because they don't have every toy under the sun. They're not deprived because they don't have a lot of toys by most people's standards, I'm sure. It's the opposite. 
they're getting and I'm giving what I think is more important, right? So there's the time aspect of it, right? Having a home that doesn't deprive your kids because it doesn't have a lot of stuff, right? And actually does the opposite because you can give them all of this excess time, energy, empathy, all those things, right? But in addition to that, decluttering has actually allowed me to amplify my creativity and my personality on a daily basis. Like through my activities, it has transformed the way that I play and connect with my kids. I no longer do it with guilt. It used to be like, oh, I hate playing like Barbies. I just do. Okay. <laughs> I hate playing Barbies, like pretend play. I struggle with it. I don't know how to do it. I'm great at coloring. I'm great at reading books. I'm great at building with blocks. That playing house stuff, I'm not good at. Maybe it's because I like live the game house, <laughs> right? So I can't pretend. So anyway, I've been able to like lean into my true creativity and play with my kids in a way that like I get to show up just who I am as their mom, right? And I don't have to like pretend, which I think is a beautiful thing. It, it feels freeing for me to tell them things, you know, hey, you know, I would love to watch you guys play house. I would love to watch you guys play Barbies because I like to do that, right? And I can do that without guilt, which is, I think, a beautiful thing. You don't have to agree. That's okay. I'm way more patient. I have more energy to give them, which I've already talked about. But it's also come through like in our home decor. Like I never knew that I loved houseplants and gardening, but I do. And it's all over our house. It's allowed my kids' personalities and their preferences and their creativity to be amplified. Our house has their artwork infused throughout, which I think is beautiful. And we get to display and honor the things that we find truly sentimental. One of our favorite things to do when we do, especially Christmas time, we'd always do it Christmas time and like the end of the school year is pull out our memory boxes and regularly add to it, but also take trips down memory lane, right? And actually enjoy and honor our life and celebrate it, which again is just the opposite of deprivation. So my message that I want to get to today is that if you feel like or you think that decluttering is going to deprive your kids in some way, they're going to become these sad beige kids. I want you to reconsider what your idea of deprivation really is. And if you simplify declutter, I'm not saying that you have to become an extreme, you know, hardcore minimalist, but if you could just declutter some stuff and simplify, how would that allow you to have more time and energy for your family and what actually matters to you? So think of it like weeding a garden. Okay. Weeds aren't inherently bad, right? And I actually have a very soft spot for dandelions because they're pretty and you can make wishes with them and I just love them, right? But if those weeds are taking over my edible garden or my raspberries, right? Like we have nightshade, which is very scary, by the way. Nightshade taking over our raspberry patch. You better believe that I will be removing those instead of letting my raspberries die or my kids potentially eating them, right? Which is so bad, so bad. This got a little dark, I'm sorry, but (laughs) because it's actually in my backyard and I didn't know. So anyway, my point is that it's not that those things are inherently bad, right? They serve a purpose. They're obviously growing for a reason, but not in my space, not in my house. And it's the same with your clutter and excess stuff in your house. Yeah, it's got a purpose. It's got an intention. It's not inherently bad, but my point is that They don't belong in your garden, right? There has to be boundaries for some things, even if they're not inherently bad, right? They are taking over the things that matter to you. They're taking up the soil space for the garden that feeds you, right? The clutter in your house is taking up the space and the time and the energy that you have to give to your kids, right? 
And the other thing is that weeds don't really need anything from you in order to take over everything, right? They The weeds will just take over and dominate without you feeding it, right? What does need your attention and your energy are like your crops that you're trying to grow. They're sensitive. They have ideal conditions and they need your love and energy poured into them in order to grow so that you can eat them later, right? And the same is true in your home. Your The clutter in your house, it doesn't really need anything from you. It's just going to be there and it's just going to dominate and take over and it doesn't really care what you think or how you feel. And it's going to take over the people in your house. Those people who are also sensitive, have ideal conditions and need your love and energy poured into them. It's the same thing, right? So remove the clutter from your home and adjust your expectations or belief around what it means to be deprived and what is actually depriving your kids because having less toys is not it, right? Even on the other end of the spectrum, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's that you feel like your kids are being deprived because you don't get them the Montessori toys or you don't get them the educational toys. I could rant on that too, and I might, but your kids don't thrive because they have a certain kind of toy, right? One of my students in Decluttering Simplified said this, and I thought it was beautiful. And that is that decluttering for her was getting rid of the things that made it hard to love her family. And that is the truth, right? The clutter in her house made it hard to love her family because she was so overwhelmed. She was so stressed out. She was constantly consumed by busy work. It made her hard hard to love her family. It made it hard to love herself. It made it hard for her to just exist peacefully. And that's the truth, right? Your clutter demands your energy, demands that you clean it up, that you organize it, that you think about it, that you spend every spare minute trying to get control over it finally. And then the people in your home end up deprived. So... I'm not saying that it's necessary to reduce every single thing in your home, right? Just like you don't have to get rid of every single weed in a garden in order for it to thrive. Um, That's not realistic. And it's not realistic to have a home that only has the barest of bare essentials in it, right? So how do you find the balance of having enough stuff to live in and still have a great, fun, and relaxing life as a family? To which I would encourage you to go check out my newest workshop called How to Have a Home That Is peaceful, inspires creativity, and is still easy to clean up even if you're a mom who has limited time, limited energy, and no day-to-day support, right? Which is most moms. Um, Go check that out. I think you will find it very helpful, very valuable, very insightful. It is my newest workshop. I'm really proud of it. It's really robust and it's free. Um, So go check it out. I would love for you to get in there. And if you like this episode, please, please share it. Share it out on Instagram, on Facebook with, you know, a friend. Like it doesn't have to be on social media. If you just shared it with a friend and was like, I think you would like this, I would so appreciate it. It means a lot to me. It helps me grow this show, which is important to me. And I hope that it is valuable to you. So that is it for this episode. I will see you around next week. P.S. Uh, this was a noisy kid episode. So if you heard kids in the background, um, you know, I know you're a mom too, or you're probably a mom too, and you understand. So thanks for understanding. <laughs> See you next week. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group 
Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.